Welcome to Trail Mix, where Mary and Jody sort through life's fruits, sweets, and nuts. Mary Tomlinson and Jody Dreyer, who met when their paths crossed as Disney executives, are now advisors, speakers, and authors, and I'm excited to say podcasters. They can't wait to share life stories and experiences, insightful and practical takeaways, encouragement, and you can always count on full-out honesty and lots of laughs along the way. Ready for some Trail Mix? Let's mix it up with Mary and Jody. We talked so much about Disney, Jody. We thought, actually, my son David suggested, you guys should do a podcast on your life before Disney. And I thought, well, that's an interesting one and kind of digging into. So what did we do kind of work-wise, basically, before Disney? I know for me, it was like a a 10-year period. So I joined Disney at 27. So I kind of looked back to say, okay, what were the jobs that I had before Disney? And I think there were six of them, you know, starting at the very basic of like babysitting. That's a kind of standard one. Um, I was a cashier at um, kind of a department store. It was probably an early version of Target. Um, I was a Oh, everything. Cashier, cook, and bottle washer at a chicken place called Golden Drumstick. And the funny... (laughs) Oh, I love that name. (laughs) The funny thing about that place was, oh my gosh, it just smelled, number one. I mean, because it was fried. Everything was fried. And what I learned about people was it it seemed like there were, like there was like nobody in the little shop, because it wasn't sit down. It was mainly you walk in, order, and you took out. Either nobody or everybody. I, I, I couldn't figure out about the human race why they all got hungry at the same time. Um, and so the, the grossest part for me was, you know, one of the favorites was uh, fried livers and gizzards. That was a big deal. And so, you know, serving that up. And then when I would get home, I had a cat at the time and he would be all over me. I mean, he <laughs> would smell me coming. So those were some of some of the early ones. I'll mention some other ones coming up. But what were some of your early ones? Well, similar, you know, babysitting, always a biggie. And at a certain age, it, we were allowed to, we started babysitting the littles because, you know, our family has the older kids and then the six years and then the younger, we always called them the babies. So mm-hmm. when we were a certain age... We would babysit the littles, which then prepared us to be able to babysit other people. But my mom would be backup, you know, yeah. if we needed anything. Because we started babysitting at a really early age. I mean, now, you know, people will say until somebody can drive, they don't feel oh, like goodness. they should babysit. And I mean, oh, we goodness. used to walk down the street and, oh, and yeah. babysit. So that's the first. And I felt so important, you know, when How you would get you? paid. I mean, I started babysitting, again, not overnight or crazy babysitting, but I think I was like 10 okay, no, that I, I would stay good. with the little. Sure. And then obviously 13 was sort of the age when really babysitting like I babysat these four boys Mm -hmm. a lot yep and they had I'll just never forget because you're a little more of a animal person than I am but I wasn't raised you know my dad 
grew up on a farm where the animals, for the most part, were outside. So we didn't have <laughs> animals that were part of the family, you know, mm-hmm. eating at the table and sleeping in beds and all these <laughs> kinds of things. And so the biggest thing for me, I could handle the four boys. It was all the pets. Oh, and gosh. one of the uh, cats of this other babysitting family, my brother, we would sometimes alternate babysitting. And the cats had kittens on our watch. And we were just like, we called, you know, mom and dad, we were like, help, you know, what do we do? And so I just think early on jobs like that really make you think about responsibility when you're in Mm -hmm. charge and you Mm -hmm. get that overwhelming sense of, I'm in charge and Mm -hmm. I need to buck up. And so that was, you know, earliest memories, of course. But then moved into one of my favorite jobs. Sometimes when life is out of control, Mary, I I fantasize about this next job. You're going to laugh. Okay. So wasn't even old enough to drive at the time. Um, hadn't had my full-on license. I had to be with it. So my parents would go with me, but... At an early age, there was a a guy that was one of my early boyfriends, Mm -hmm. and his mom was a manager of a triple A, where you used to go to a triple A, and some people still do it, but now with Garmin and Google and you know, you used to have to go get these maps yeah, and these right. triptychs. Triptychs. They were called, remember triptychs? I do. You were a travel gal. So this is such a long story, but I have to do the build up because you'll crack up when I give you the punchline. So she needed help on the, on Saturday specifically where, um, to get ready for the week. They were open on Saturday, but I would go in the back and open the boxes and sort all the maps and triptychs, the individual pages, into the specific slots. Oh, wow. Organization. Can you think of anything more suited to me? Mm -hmm. No, it was... Uh, it was, uh, I mean, really, ah, the you know, the clouds parted and this was the dream job. <laughs> and I do have to say, I mean, she w- was like, I had people that were twice your age that couldn't do this job. And it was like I was born to do it. <laughs> and then along but, came GPS. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Darn it. Just I'd still be there all. sorting in the back. Oh, but gosh. I do think it's interesting, though. And the reason I so laboriously went through that whole detail is I think it's important when we think about jobs, not that you're going to love everything about every job, but especially to younger folks, Mm -hmm. when people will say to me, oh, I don't know what career, I don't know what, there are things that are just wired in to who you are that as much as you try and, you know, I, I always wanted to be the person that could just go with the flow, not be organized, you know, have the messy room. Like I would go over to somebody's house and I'd be like, why don't we clean up your room a little bit before the slumber party? And I always hated being that kid. You know, my mom tells stories that the teacher in kindergarten said, 
everybody takes off their shoes like for story time or if it's snowing and we read and she goes and then Jody would go over and organize the shoes because she couldn't like do reading time without you know with all the shoes in a big pile see we are hardwired with some uh, unique giftings and that is clearly yours yeah yeah so and then the last two um now, I don't have as good of, you know, a food story, but I have to say I did love waitressing. Mm-hmm. I uh-huh. I waitressed. Now, mine was a sit-down waitress service. It was at the Ohio State Golf Course Restaurant oh, nice. at the club. So, okay. And that was interesting because there, there were regulars. You know, they would come and you know, golf on Saturdays and then come up to mm-hmm. the, and so it became a game to remember Aww. what people liked and yep. not have to use paper. I'm always impressed and I <laughs> aspire, you know, when a somebody will take your order and not write right. it down and mm-hmm. remember if you go to some place, because you and Bill go to places and are regulars. And mm-hmm. isn't it nice when they like your order. Oh, uh, well, Bill has this little diner he goes to for breakfast all the time. And now he walks in and she, her name is Lisa. Lisa automatically brings him a cup of coffee and hot sauce and then just goes and makes, you know, cause she'll say, you know, is it the usual? And he'll get, yes, the usual. And then she just goes and, and gets his food. So yeah, it, he, he has this pattern and he just loves it. Okay. But now I have a question. So being in that, you know, food service yourself, are you harder on people because you've been there, done that, or easier because you've been there, done that? Um, probably a little bit harder, not because I worked at the Golden Drumstick, but more kind of the Disney customer service you know what does good customer service really look like and um so you know and you're probably the opposite because you did more of the waitressing I didn't do waitressing I just I just expect people if they want to stay in business to have good customer service yeah. Well, no, because John and I have this, he is the softy, which is funny because he's not like his nature isn't super warm, fuzzy, but anybody working, he's like, they're working, they're trying hard, you know, they're mm. giving it their all. And mine is more like yours, especially when it comes to, you know, waitressing. And I'm not, if something happens sort of out of control. I don't get crazy. Like you get the wrong order. Okay. That happens. It's less perfection and it's more how the reaction is, which to your point is a combination of the Disney, you know, service of it all too. I just, I feel it's the word that I made up, the servitality, which Mm -hmm. is service and hospitality. Right. You know, service is getting the job done, which you can't always control. I mean, sometimes, you know, we went into one restaurant and it's like one of our ovens isn't working, so it might take a little longer and Mm -hmm. things like that. So so things can affect service, Mm -hmm. but then the hospitality side of it, I feel like you make that choice in whatever job you have to decide how you're going to deal with things and deal with people. And people are crazy. I mean, Mm -hmm. having been a waitress, like people are nuts, you know, and (laughs) demanding and, you know, yeah, I mean, there's lots of reasons to not be. So I'm not saying 
you have to let somebody treat you poorly, but I also think you can tell the people that don't want to be there. And I don't have a huge tolerance for that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you mentioned hospitality. So I'll mention the the three other jobs I had, which which was in hospitality, uh, the six years before Disney. So I went to two years of uh, community college and my parents were both teachers and I kept thinking, I just don't want to be teacher, but I don't know what I want to be. So I took a break from school and we were in Ocala at the time and the uh, Florida Silver Springs, one of the first theme parks in the state was right there and they had hotels, they had Wiki Wachi, which is the home of the mermaids, and they had a water park. So I applied for a job in marketing and I'm not even sure I knew what marketing was, but they had an opening. So I took the job and that was my first kind of step in. And I remember my very first assignment was hand addressing Christmas cards. <laughs> So it's like, you know, the small beginnings. Um, And so I started to understand, you know, just kind of marketing. And after a while, they moved me into sales. And that each step, by that time, Bill and I had gotten married and I was like, sales, I'm not sure about sales. And he said, oh, you're going to be great. You're going to be great. So the job was to go out to uh, trying to get more groups to come to Florida Silver Springs. And that included um, retirement centers. And that was hysterical because I would have my little um, presentation. It was like, you know, like a half an hour presentation and slides showing pictures until I realized that these retirement villages, um, when you went, it was like, you know, early afternoon and you were like the entertainment of the day. So you would have all these, um, you know, wonderful elderly people, some of them half asleep or completely asleep in their wheelchairs. And I'm up here showing slides and talking to them about what a group outing would be and realizing they're never going to come. <laughs> I'm just the girl. I'm just the girl that comes and entertains. And so then uh, the other job I had right before Disney was that my boss at Florida Silver Springs went to Florida Cypress Gardens, another theme park and hotel hospitality. Um, and so I went there as kind of the sales and marketing manager uh, for another three years. And I mean, that was great. I mean, each step um, was a new challenge and it was almost like pull, you know, sometimes you just take a step and you don't know where it's going to lead to your point earlier. Um, there's a quote that says there are moments which mark your life moments when you realize nothing will ever be the same. And time is divided into two parts before this and after this. (laughs) And you just kind of, to your point about not knowing what you're going to do with your life, you know, I've talked to people over 20 years in coaching. I'll bet you 5% of the people I talk to are actually doing what their college degree was in. 95% of them, you know, at the time that was the right thing, but they're doing something different and you have to continue to take steps. There's another quote by Jim Carrey that says, life opens up opportunities to you and you either take them or you stay afraid of taking them. 
And so sometimes you just have to trust the process and take steps because um, one thing leads to another. And then, you know, after that was the Disney job. So were there other jobs you had? Yes, but to to circle back on that, though, too, the interesting thing is to really see what's working. Mm-hmm. Like, I think sometimes when it comes to jobs specifically and career and early on is, you know, you fight it so much instead of starting to look what's working and then keep heading that direction. Mm-hmm. So I would love to know, because you started to then see a trend where it was wiki-watchy and Cypress Gardens. And so did you ever consciously think, okay, the tour, you know, travel and tourism is my thing, or it just kept taking you and then one door would open and you'd meet somebody and it stayed somewhat in that same area? Could you really developed early on such an expertise in that area. So did you consciously do that? No. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you just kind of go, I mean, I started at Silver Springs. I was there for three years and that led into sales. And so you just realize like, oh, okay, yeah, I can do this. And I like it. I mean, it wasn't like they put me in finance, I probably would have shriveled up in there because that's just not my gifting. So I liked it. And then again, my boss leaves and he goes someplace else and he says, come here for sales and marketing. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay. So it's it, each step um, was another step and almost th- kind of this, uh, just this gathering of more information, more learning, And I really, even, I never had a, I didn't have this ultimate goal to be at Disney. Um, Bill actually started working there before I did. And I was just kind of cooking along until um, Tom Garrison, love Tom Garrison. um, He had met Bill in the parks and he just said, so, you know, are you married? Yeah. What's your wife do? Well, she works at Cypress Garden. Well, why doesn't she work here? And so he just, he kind of ushered that door. So Mm. it was not an intentional career path. I will tell you that. It, It really was, you take one step at a time, you realize what you're good at, what you love. And when I joined Disney, I wasn't even in tour and travel initially because they weren't uh, commissioning travel agents. Um, But you just kind of gather information and it all kind of comes to, you just, I don't know. It's like, oh, this path opens. So I'll take one more step here. Right. Well, no, I love the Amish prayer where they pray for open and closed doors. And it's such a life lesson because, Mm -hmm. you know, some people are beating down doors and then there's this either door or window open right next to it, but they keep beating down. And you just want to say, whoa, whoa, you know, look what's, and, and in fairness, you know, when people ask me about my career plan, you don't know whether to admit there wasn't a plan, but then in a way there was because you worked hard and then you wanted to take the next right step and the next, I mean, you wouldn't have, you tell the story about your boss that then moved someplace else and said, hey, Mary, come with me. Well, he wouldn't have done that if you weren't working hard and didn't right. do a good job where you were. The other thing too that I think is interesting because um 
I did a lot of work when I was at college. So um, I was fortunate enough that, you know, my parents, I was able to go to college and not get you know, debt up to my eyeballs that I spent years and years um, paying off. However, they also, um, you know, we had to earn our spending money and our extracurricular and our, you know, things like that. So when I was at school, I always worked. And, you know, growing up from the time I can remember, I always worked and I really like to work. Mm -hmm. In some ways, I like working almost better than hobbies. I've never been good at hobbies. I always, you know, sort of. So in college, I mean, I worked at the campus bookstore, which Mm -hmm. honestly, big, huge recommendation on that because you see everybody and you know what's happening. Mm -hmm. You get a discount on your books. And at least when I was in school, you did. So that was a great job. And then I would work extra overtime when classes would start when you're not super busy into studying Mm -hmm. and everyone's getting their books. And so I made a ton of money right away, you know, when each semester would start. So the Mm -hmm. bookstore was a great job. I was a campus tour guide, Mm -hmm. which was really when people would come and look and some of it was volunteer and some of it was paid. So that was a great gig. Mm, You'd be great at that. Oh, well, it was fun. And then you would meet people from all over. And and it was a great way to learn the campus. I mean, anything Mm -hmm. you can do. Mm -hmm. And I can remember at Disney, you know, one of my first jobs was in guest relations and being a tour guide. Mm -hmm. And I look back now and I think I probably got my next job because I knew more than a lot of people because I had been a tour guide. So I just think information is power. You know, it's so fun. Like the more you can figure out. And then uh, another one of my favorite jobs, which you might laugh at because I don't have, I ever sent you something that I wrapped that like, can you think of something that I've, because I was a Christmas uh, gift wrapper and I loved it, but that had the reverse effect on me. Like, I'm not a great rapper, which is so funny because everybody teases me that knows I was a Christmas gift rapper because they'll say, you know, you don't, my friend that um, Stacy is, I mean, you get something from her and it is just the bows, the packaging. It's almost too beautiful to open. And I'm, I look at that and I think, I just aspire to that. And I have the know-how to do it. I mean, I know how to make a killer bow. I know how to do good corners and everything. But I just can't slow down enough to be a great. But that was another job where you can make intense money during a certain (laughs) time of year. Right. And um, and then I worked in retail through my whole life. I you know love to shop, and retail is a you know a hobby slash sport for me. How to find a good bargain, mm-hmm. and then I I don't know whether to be proud of this or not, but I feel like I should just throw it out there. I was like a professional at giving blood oh. as a as a. <laughs> Part-time way to make extra there money. You go. Should I admit that? Well, or? you know, it's, it's a way to make money, I suppose. Well, I and I felt like I was sort of that. doing a good thing, too, you know? <laughs> I don't know. 
Well, you know, as, as we talk and kind of wind up today, I, I'm reminded of this quote by Napoleon Hill that says, your big opportunity might be right where you are now. And I think for both of us pre-Disney, not even knowing that we were going to be at Disney, it, and throughout our entire career, I when I look back, there were some kind of lessons learned uh, that no job is too small. Um, things are not always going to go your way. Um, people are not always nice or reliable. And you have to say yes, even if you're not sure, i.e. Mm. take some risks. If you don't know, um, try, try. You might be surprised. Right. But I think it all starts where you are right now and um, just, yeah, going through the open doors or the open windows because you never, when you look back, it all kind of makes sense, but you can't, you just, we just don't get the whole path completely right. defined on the front end. And I, I hate to be the happy clappy, you know, work is fun, but try to have some fun. I mean, look for the, you know, you'll meet such interesting people that you work with. I mean, some of my least favorite stops along the way, life before Disney, were where I think I learned the most about myself and just learned to laugh. And, you know, you have bad days and you show back up and see what's happening. So I, I think one of my encouragements is, is definitely what you're saying. Like it might be right in front of you, but don't think it's forever. Like you're on a journey and a path and, mm -hmm. you know, just try to in, enjoy where you are, but then also don't get mired down in that. Right. Right. Because our lives are like trail mix. You know, exactly. there's fruits and there's sweets and there's nuts and some of the things in there you don't like and you pick them out and you learn, but it is all trail mix. So, you know, as we move forward, it's, it's just, you know, grabbing that trail mix and of course, don't forget the chocolate or the popcorn. You can find all of our trail mix episodes wherever you listen to podcasts. We would love you to rate and give us a review. And follow us on social media, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Look for Trail Mix Pod with a picture of Trail Mix. To learn more about us, check out our new website, trailmixpod.com. It was great to have you. Thanks for listening to Trail Mix, sorting through life's fruits, sweets, and nuts. Keep mixing it up. And remember, life is nuts, so don't forget the chocolate or the popcorn.